Good morning, all of my fellow marketing in your car friends. Welcome to another amazing day. Welcome to the Marketing in Your Car podcast, where you can increase your traffic, conversions, and sales in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host, Russell Brunson. Hey, everybody. So it's amazing today. It's like 80 degrees, which it shouldn't be. I think they said on the news that normally it's like 60 today, but it's not. It's 80, and it's beautiful, and it's amazing, and I love it. So, you know, you can't help but be happy when it's this, when it's nice out here, right? <laughs> okay, so last night I had wrestling practice. I've not wrestled for a couple weeks, and uh, we beat the crap out of each other, and today my face is filling it, my neck is filling it, my back is filling it, my arms, my sides, my ribs, my fingers. Like, I am jacked, and I love it. I miss this feeling. This is so much better than running on a treadmill. <laughs> anyway, it was awesome. So last night after the practice, we are talking about just some stuff, <clears throat> and I mentioned something that I thought was kind of cool, so I wanted to share it with you guys. So um, I want to talk about uh, old media, kind of what happened, and then new media and what is happening now, because it's, uh, it's really, really interesting. So um, <clears throat> rewind back... I don't know, 20 years ago, maybe, no, I guess, damn, I'm getting old, I guess 20 wasn't even that long ago, so maybe 30 years ago, anyway, whenever TV was different, before cable, there used to be three channels, right, there was ABC, CBS, and NBC, I believe, and maybe Fox, I don't know when Fox came around, but initially it was like three channels, and so if you wanted to get to everybody in the world, there's only one of three spots you could advertise on, right, and, um, and those who capitalized on it made a lot of money really, really fast. In fact, um, the first time I met Tony Robbins, this is kind of the story he told me. He said, hey, when I got started 30 years ago, he's like, there's only three channels. He's like, so we just targeted those three channels. It was easy. We made a ton of money. He said, then what happened is that um, later, a few years later, then uh, they started adding more channels. Maybe that's when Fox News came about and PBS and I don't know, some of the other ones. And then all of a sudden it turned into cable. And the first cable was a couple channels. Then it turned into a couple more. Now we look at the look at it today, and there's hundreds of channels on cable, right? Yet still, there's nothing actually good on TV ever, which is kind of amazing. Um, but there's hundreds and hundreds of channels. And Tony said that uh, his business during this recession took a huge hit, and mostly was because um, it was harder to get distribution directly to people. It became more expensive, it became harder, it became more spread out because no longer are people watching three channels; they're watching 103. And to buy ads on 103 different networks is really, 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 really expensive. And, um, and so because of that, they were struggling, so we started looking for other avenues. That's how we how we kind of met him. A bunch of the internet marketing dudes um, initially met him during that part of the journey when he was like, man, this this uh, our distribution channel is so segmented, so fragmented now. We can't effectively and efficiently get to our to our end uh, audience. And um, and it changed the whole dynamics of their businesses. So they had to they had to shift and evolve and, and get better, right? And so that was like this whole. Um, this whole process of going from from one or two centralized spots where everybody's eyeballs are at to hundreds of spots and how it changed the, the business world, right? Now, I was talking about how like similar that is today. The one cool thing that's interesting, like, the one thing that got easier when when channels split is is that because all these channels start popping up, the things became very niche-specific, niche right? So like there's the camping channel and then there's the uh, home channel, you know, home, you know, HGTV, whatever, where they're building homes and fixing rehab and stuff. And then there's, um, there's all these different channels, right? And they're very like, like nichey. Um, and so if you had a niche business that was related to one of those channels, it became easier. Cause now it's like, I don't have to advertise on NBC in front of a billion people. And, and hopefully that my, hope that the few people who actually care about my, 
camping product are going to see it. Now you can go just to the camping channel. Now everyone who's interested in camping is, is on that one channel, right? So for niche markets, it became a lot easier now because now you've got your captive audience all in one spot and you can focus and target on that one channel. So that was kind of the big benefit that came from um, this huge breakup of TVs. Man, the sun is so bright. Like My body wants to sneeze like crazy. So if I start sneezing, I have a sneezing attack. That's why. <laughs> all right, so... That, that's that's the offline world, right? And what happened and kind of the, the the things were hard people, but also things were easier. And I looked at online, it was kind of similar, right? Um, a few years ago, Mark Zuckerberg had a really sweet idea for this thing called Facebook. Built it out. First, it was free for a long time. And they started adding in ad platforms. And at first, it became like the place. Like it was the only place you would go. Um, you could jump on Facebook, buy some ads, and you became rich. Like it was just, it was really that easy because everybody was in one centralized spot. Okay, just like back in the day with ABC, NBC, and CBS, everyone's in one spot, and so Facebook was easy, <laughs> and uh, and uh, it was just it just worked. But what happened is that after Facebook, a few years later, all of a sudden people started splitting attention because now these other these other social networks start popping up, and you get Twitter, you get Pinterest, you get um, you start getting all of the video platforms, you get Periscope, you get other things like that, and then you and then you split again, and you've got um, Snapchat, and you've got um, I can't even talk my head, think of them all, but it went from, from one spot where people are spending all their time and energy to all of a sudden now it's this huge fragmented thing. Now people are, are picking their favorite platform and they're, and they're leaving Facebook. So now not everybody's eyeballs are on Facebook 80 hours a day like it used to be. Now it's, hey, I spend my time on Snapchat. This is where you got to find me. And then other people... I'm on Pinterest and other people are on different spots. And so what's happened is that us as marketers, it used to be like, okay, let's get really good at Facebook ads. Now it's like, no, you got to get good at Facebook and Pinterest and, and Snapchat and Twitter and YouTube and like where everybody's eyeballs are going, right? And so there's kind of positives and negatives of that. Um, very similar to the positive and negatives of the TV world. But before I explain those things, I am at my little man's parent-teacher conference and I'm pulling in the parking lot. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to pause this right now. I'm going to go find out how smart my little son is, get his report cards, and then I will be back for the rest of my drive back to the office to discuss this in a little more detail. So I'll be back in a little bit, guys. We'll talk to you soon. All right, everybody, I'm back. And in case you are wondering, Aiden passed uh, his kindergarten... I guess his preschool, his preschool parent-teacher conferences. He's a genius. He cuts straight lines. He draws great pictures. He can count to ten all by himself. Uh, <laughs> he's amazing. So it was fun. They have like uh, pictures from like uh, the year started and then now, and you can see the difference of how far he's progressed on like alphabet, numbers, pictures, cut coloring, cutting, uh, drawing pictures of himself. Anyway, it was awesome. So. There you go. My son's a genius, <laughs> which is cool. Um, all right, so where do we leave off? <clears throat> I think I left off talking about um, how online media is starting to be fragmented, just like the offline world was. And it happened way faster, by the way. And we had three channels on the, on TV for decades, and uh, you know, Facebook had a had a year, two year run before. Twitter and these others start popping up everywhere and, and splitting uh, splitting attention. And so attention is going all sorts of other places. So with that comes a couple things. First off, it gets harder, right? Like how is someone like me or you who's like we're small entrepreneurs, we've got a little team, and we are trying to effectively market on 30 different platforms. <laughs> like it's hard. And not, you know, at least with the with the TV age, it was like, okay, it's 30 platforms, but basically you call up your ad guy and you say, hey, run my ad over here and over here, over here. With, uh, with what we got to do, like every platform's different, right? Right? Like some are keyword focused, some are interest focused, some are um, 
you know, the way it's the way you run the ads and the way you design the ads are all different. You can't run the same commercial on 30 channels. You got to write image ads for here and video ads for here and 13 second or 15 second videos here, but longer videos over here. And and then each platform's got multiple ways you can advertise too. You got you know pre roll videos, post roll text, video like it. It's hard, right? There's this huge segmentation and splitting of attention, and for us to be effectively beat all of them, it's it's almost impossible. So, what do you do? It's a good question, right? Like, what should you do? Well, a couple things I would I would notice. First off, is notice um, I talked about with the, in the TV world that um, it got easier when you focus more on a niche, right? So if you if you were selling camping gear, you could go to the camping channel, and like your target demographic was there. Um, which is which is cool, um, and so it's easier. So the same thing is is here. Like, you got to realize, even though there's 30 different platforms, like your audience isn't on all of them, and even if they are on all of them, doesn't mean you have to be on all of them. Like, uh, I always tell people, like, you got to learn initially one platform that you know your audience is on and become a master of that. Okay, so if I know camping channels where everyone's at, that's where I'm gonna focus. If I, know, if I know for me, all my people are on Pinterest, I'm gonna focus there and and master that one thing. Or if I know they're all on Instagram, or if I know they're all on Snapchat, like wherever you're your people are like, that's the platform to pick just like the camping channel, right? We're going to pick that one or become the best at that and focus on that and start pulling out customers from there and, um, and, and really become good at it. And then after you've mastered it, not while you're mastering, this is a key after you've mastered it, then go and pick the next channel and then you can add on another one, another one, but you don't and shouldn't be in 30 different things. It's just, it's too hard. It's, it's, it's uh, you're watering down all your efforts. Whereas you can focus on one and perfect it, um, it, it becomes it becomes better. So, those are some of my observations and thoughts today. That I thought were kind of interesting, um, and I hope that that helps you guys to to kind of look at that and say, okay, you know, this is this is being fragmented. I understand that now, and I can't be everywhere at once because I will run out of money and time and energy, and and my message becomes so diluted. Like I gotta pick one and pick the one that your market's at because everyone's market's different. Like my market's not on Pinterest, but I've got other friends who make tons of money on Pinterest. My market, they might be on Instagram. I don't know. I haven't figured Instagram out yet. But other markets, I got friends making a million bucks a year, 100% off Instagram. And uh, and so it's just you got to figure out like where are your people actually at? How are they consuming content? And then you got to be there. Um, but you don't have to be on every single platform. Um, that's the mistake that so many people are making. And uh, they're spending money on so many different things. And it's really like you can you can... Um, you can mine a lot of gold out of one, out of one well. And so figure out where that's at and dig deeper and deeper and deeper and just kind of focus there. And eventually like, especially depending on the platform, you're going to run out of space, right? Like some platforms are smaller. Um, you know, some TV channels have not as much readership or viewership. So eventually you're going to, you're going to tap out where everyone's seen your message and you add fatigue and it's just not going to do as well. At that point, either you change the message or you, uh, or that's when you add a second channel or second distribution channel to kind of focus on. Um, but uh, that's more, it's a more powerful strategy to go deep and try to mine all that gold out of that channel as opposed to you know, trying to effectively be in 30 or 40 or 50 different channels and, and hopefully they dabble in all of them. I'd always rather go deep in one section than dabble in a lot. So that's it for today, you guys. I'm heading in the office. I got some exciting things happening. So exciting. Um, And I'm sure I'll be sharing those with you guys over the next little while. But just wanted to kind of drop some of those thoughts on you guys. And yeah, that's what I got. Have an amazing day. And I'll talk to you guys all again soon. 
Hey everyone, this is Russell Brunson again. I want to thank you for listening to Marketing Your Car. And I want to make sure that you're plugging into everything that we're doing on a daily basis. And so make sure that every morning you're plugging into the Marketing Your Car training. If you go to marketingyourcar.com, you can join the email list and make sure you get email notifications when new episodes come out. And you can also get links to all the transcripts of every single show we've done in the past. Uh, but then every night, well, not every night, but most every night, I also do um, a Periscope show called the Marketing Quickie Show. And uh, it's really fun. You can go to Periscope and search my name, Russell Brunson, and, and subscribe. And every single night, you'll get a notification. It'll kind of chirp on your phone, and you'll have me jump on there and give you um, kind of the end of the day thoughts and ideas and, and marketing strategies we've been playing with during the day. Um, or, uh, and maybe even and, say and or, you should go to marketingquickieshow.com. And over there, you can subscribe. You can see past episodes. You can read the transcripts. You can have a bunch of fun. So thanks so much for being faithful listeners. Again, register at marketinginyourcar.com and also marketingquickieshow.com.